blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 342. What a big number that is for us here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long with you from EFTM.com and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. G'day, mates. G'day, Trevor. It is wonderful to be here. And we are, in fact, in a, um, as was described in the invitation, a waterfront mansion in Mossman. Yes, a waterfront welcome, mansion. Welcome to my home now. It's my home. <laughs> you wish. You wish, mate. We're here actually <laughs> with Logitech, otherwise known as Logi. Um, I can't work out whether they've decided to call themselves Logi or not. I think they use that for the cooler parts of the business, like <laughs> the gaming stuff. But then when they're talking about the computers and keyboard, the, the mice and keyboards, it's Logitech. You know, it's more precise. Logi is a bit more street, a bit more gaming. Logitech. No, no, the gaming stuff is G. The cases... It's Logi G, isn't it? Logi G. The cases were coming out as Logi. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a bit confused by that. We might ask Estelle on the way out. But yeah. um, a beautiful showcase of all their products. We've seen a lot of them. We've talked about the craft a few weeks ago. Yeah. The beautiful, beautiful keyboard. Um which we both uh, have massive wraps on. Um, although I, I want to just quickly um, kind of bring attention to one product before we get into the show that we saw today. Yep. I think we both saw it for the first time, had heard of it, but it's the G560 gaming speaker. Now, it's all well and good to have a set of speakers for your monitor. It's all well and good to have a subwoofer with the speakers. Yeah. But, mate, these things have got lights in them, Some to, to a light on the back of each speaker and a light that kind of shines forward on each speaker. Yeah. And those lights can be representative of what is on the screen. Mm. You can map the light. So, so you can choose what portion of the screen you want to replicate. Yeah, and here's what I loved. The, the example that Dan gave us was um, if you've got, like, the health bar, you know, you're, you're in you're, you're yeah. your health when, when, you, when red, you're being beaten. You're in trouble, yeah. It goes red and so the speakers could go red or the better one was Grand Theft Auto you're being naughty a star comes up you're being chased by the police and the lights flash red and blue <laughs> which sounded great too didn't they the, the oh. subwoofer was actually solid subby Mate. that uh, really pumped us as 2.1 and geez, the sound was was surprisingly really good. good sound. I think for two eighty, two seventy nine looks like the retail price. Yeah, mate, they're very good speakers. So if you're a gamer and you got the setup, why not complete the whole experience with a good good speakers? And these look the goods. So thank you to the people at Logitech for having us here at their Mosh, Mossman Mansion. Uh, more details on their products as they come to hand over the weeks ahead. Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick with you on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Well, Stephen, I was super impressed by Google's demonstration this week because they have their annual developers conference. It's mm -hmm. kind of uh, Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference. Facebook yep. has their F8. Uh, Google has their I.O. Now, this is a conference where they essentially showcase their latest, greatest and next ideas um, that developers can look at and say, well, how are we going to use this? How are we going to implement this cool idea? And one of them was Google Duplex. Now, this Google is, Duplex... This is both amazing and creepy at the same time. It's... It's magic, it's amazing, <laughs> and it's so cool to think how creepy it could be. So yeah, the idea this is... This is Skynet stuff. This is yeah, Terminator is. stuff. Uh, the idea is that Google can now make phone calls using a computer. 
And what, what I mean by that is, if you've ever, I mean, Stephen Hawking style, you've had, we've heard computers talk before. Yeah. You know, they can follow words and they can read them out. And you yeah, can tell it's a computer. But, but you've always been able to tell it's a computer. It sounds like a computer. It sounds like a robot, essentially. Yeah. So first, the first tranche of this is they've made it sound real. Okay. They've made it talk with ums and ahs and iterations. That, that was and an incredible. Like the, that, those little parts of conversation that human beings, the ums are oh, okay. Mm. Um, yeah, and and just those little pauses as well. That is, that's like that's human stuff. And so that alone is phenomenal, yeah. right? So the idea that a computer can sound like a human is phenomenal. But then it was set to the task of making phone calls yeah. to real human beings. And the, and the task was make me a restaurant booking, for example. Yeah. Now, when you ring a restaurant, you say, hi, how are you? I'd like to make a booking. Yeah. The other person says, when for? What you day? say, Tuesday. Yeah. And you know what? You, don't, you can't guarantee what the other person's going to say. You yeah. can't say, you can't guarantee they're not going to say how many people first. You can't guarantee they're not going to say um, we're booked out that night. Mate, this thing had the most complex conversation. The, the, oh. the straightforward ones were, were interesting. But then you play the complex one, and they didn't even play them well, all. I thought the restaurant one was a complex one. The woman the woman who answered the phone had a bit of an accent. So that understanding her. one of the her. restaurant ones was, yes. Yeah, and, and then, then there was a... She had to distinguish between, or the, the call had to distinguish between, I think they wanted to make a booking for four people booking, on the 7th. She wanted to make a booking then, for five. So she wants seven people, and he goes, no, no, on the 7th. And she said, well, any booking under five, you don't need a reservation. And then, and then the computer asked, well, is it busy? At that, yeah, well, if we don't do, make a reservation, long, how long, like, do we have to how long is the wait? Like, Mate, it was... That's frightening. Now, we should be clear. We don't know how many crappy phone calls they have <laughs> yeah, maybe, in yeah. their database. That was the 500th attempt you remember. They might have five million attempts <laughs> and just two that were really good. Who knows? Wonder, wonder what other places you could call like that. But, it doesn't, but the, the example they gave yeah. that is critical is... Um, let's say it's the Anzac Day public holiday yeah. uh, and you don't know whether Bunnings is open at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock yeah. or open at all or yeah. Woolworths or whatever. Yeah. And we all Google it. You, you Google, well, is Woolworths open or whatever? And you never really know uh, because mm. it says it just says they're normal trading hours. So Google's idea is that they can use their Google duplex computer system to ring all the listings. Yeah. Essentially, they can ring check, every business. Check their hours. Yeah. Hi, what time are you open today? Two o'clock. That's smart. I think they use the Memorial Day example. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm using an Australian yeah, example. Yeah. Um, and, and and update the Google listing to reflect that. Yeah, without a hum- without you having to do anything. Just they, they call you, they call the store. So we don't have to call them. Yeah. Google calls them. So it's those little we mundane calls that, that yeah. this can take over. Now, you mentioned Skynet, you mentioned Creepy. I'm going to say political advertising. Do you remember the robocalls oh, during yes, yes. elections? So you pick up the phone and it's a, it's a tape. It's a tape that plays through. You can't interact with yeah. it. You just got to listen. Imagine, and they're, they're rubbish. I mean, how they how politicians mm. think they have cut through? Because if you're only going to listen, if you're receptive to that message, yeah. But imagine that the the call is hi, how are you today? Uh, good, thanks. Who's calling? Yeah. Oh, it's it's Bill yeah. from the Labor Party. Um, <laughs> imagine if they could do their voices too. Yeah. But essentially, you can interact with them. No, I'm not interested. Okay, so you you don't want to you yeah. you don't well, want to find out how we could cut your taxes. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, take it, take it further. Like politics, that's an annoying call to get anyway. But imagine, imagine <laughs> like, how many people get like call centres calling, trying to sell you stuff or... Like, I'm, I'm worried that, that scammers may take advantage of this. Like, imagine being able to set this up where it can make a call a second to 10 million people 
I yeah. imagine that. So in the wrong hands, this could be dangerous as well. And that's the thing. We trust a phone call more than we trust Absolutely. And if it sounds like a human being, like anyone who hasn't heard the calls, listen, I think you've got it on your side, I've got it on Tech Guide. The, you, there's no way that those restaurants or the hair salons or whoever would have known it was a machine no. that they were talking to and at all. the question is, does Google have the corporate social responsibility to actually, uh, I guess, put restrictions on how it gets used? Yeah. Do, is it open uh, in an SDK mode? Can developers utilise the, the service, yeah. the system uh, in their own way to you know, make or phone calls? Or to stop is it only ever going to be... Hey Google, make this phone call. Hey Google, do this thing. Yeah. Is it only ever going to be if you initiate it, so that they can always trace wow. back the the, play, the start of it? Yeah, uh, it's look. It is. Uh, my first reaction was, "Wow, this we've yeah. hit another level." I here. think everyone's was. And and but then as the deeper I thought about it, um, I'm thinking in the wrong hands, this could be a real worry. And like one one of the things I'm sure you've spoken about it on the radio and on TV, the the scam, the number of scam calls even without this, are going up. Yeah. Like my mother-in-law got a call the other day. said, oh, I'm from, from uh, your, your internet security company and we've detected a virus on your computer. Here's my, here's my uh, ID number, blah, 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 like just to build rapport and trust. Mm. And she was on the phone with him for 15 minutes. She, she didn't give any information away, but she, she, how easy would it be if you could program this thing to the, for those calls to be made 100 every second mm. rather than have an actual have them physical people actually physically ringing people yeah so the 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 productivity of those scammers suddenly can go up we need to make sure that google um, uses this for good essentially well, and also directly exactly. think about website forms you fill in the, you go in you fill in a form yeah. and it has the capture at the bottom you know prove mm. you're a human yeah we're we going to have that. We're we going to have code words. Yeah, mate. Like, so yeah. if, you, if I get has a phone to be call, some kind of safeguard. If for I get sure. a phone call, it says, "G'day, mate. Um, you know, can we catch up? I've got a great new product for you." I say, "What's the human code word?" I mean, I need yeah. you know. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a good idea, I think. But just to say the the caller knows that who they're talking to, because uh, I think there'd be laws in place where you can't, like you know, there'd be laws to say that you can't record someone without their knowledge and things like that. Yeah, where you, there'd, there'd have to be some kind of transparency for you to to know. Okay, who, who am I talking? Like, if it's a restaurant booking, something harmless like that, well, then you might not need it. But if someone's ringing you, like the, the politics one's a good example. If someone's calling you and, hi, this is uh, Malcolm from the Liberal Party, you're going to go, are you really Malcolm from the Liberal Party? Come on. Like, you, they'd want to be something, this is, a, this is an automated message on behalf of the Labor Party. And then you start talking to some dude who, or woman who sounds real. Well, I guess that'll happen in some cases, but will it happen in There's got to be cases? some kind of disclosure. Well, and that's... I don't think there is legislation to prevent well, what we're talking about. The technology's ahead of the law, isn't it? Yeah. As it yeah. always yeah. is, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think it'll be an interesting one to put out to uh, pol politicians of the world, but I'd be interested to see what people think. Um, let us know what you think. The hashtag Ziggy Zaggy, at Stephen Fennick, at Trevor Long. Um, let us know what you think of this stuff. I mean, I've had a lot of different feedback on it. A lot of people think it's amazing, but creepy, just yeah. like you said, Stephen. It is. <laughs> um, what's the, I think what I want to know is what's the best thing it could possibly do and what's the thing the that we never thing. want it to do. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, it, this is kind of a, a sort of funny approach to it. 
imagine the guys on a, on a that are out with the boys and they can <laughs> they can plan it to call their girlfriend or their wife and say, hey darling, how you going? And, and make it so that that's just taken care of. <laughs> imagine that you could do that. Oh, you're out with the boys on the drink. Imagine if you could ring up, have so, a call to say, hey darling, how yeah, is your night going? Hey Google, check in on my wife, right? <laughs> yeah. So Google rings and and has a whole phone conversation with your yeah, wife, yeah, and then reports back to you things I've learnt. You need to pick up the kids tomorrow at two o'clock, and yep. you need to do this other thing. That's I just need the headline, right? Yeah, well, I so say you, that. I often say that to my wife. Can we just get to the bit? What do you want me to do? Yeah. What do I need to do? <laughs> right? I rang I rang Amanda last night on the way home from the airport. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and uh, she said, we need to talk about tomorrow. I went, no worries. Uh, Mother's Day breakfast. Uh, Jackson's got the yeah. choir. We've got this. Yeah. Um, and, I, and she's going through it. I said, listen, just what do you need me to do? Yeah. And she, Cut to the chase. I said, said, what I've heard, what I'm hearing, because <laughs> just to prove I've been listening, what I'm hearing is you need me to take Jackson 7.15 to school. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Okay. I don't need to know that. Okay. I don't need to know how the watch yeah, is made. I just need to know the time. Yeah. So that's, well, you could then make plan oh. your Google fake call, your duplex yeah. call to say, right, we need to mention this, need to mention this. I, I'm available between this time and this time. Go. Yeah, and then and it's done. It's done. So in the, in the call to the missus while you're at the pub with the boys, you can say, make sure you mention that we're going to do something, we're going to go shopping on the weekend together. Yeah. Make sure you mention that oh, I can't make it because Souths are playing at 7.30 on Saturday <laughs> night. And then, and then go through all that. And yeah, you know, Spanish go, Grand Prix go. this weekend. Yeah. Don't expect anything late night. <laughs> yeah. Happy to mow the lawn if you want or whatever. <laughs> Boom. Go. Google Duplex coming to uh, freak you out on a phone call near you. <laughs> uh, check it out, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Well, next week, we're going to be seeing the launch of Huawei's highly anticipated P20 Pro. Now, I don't think there's been a Huawei product in history that's that's had as much anticipation as this one. It was launched back in... Are they bringing the uh, P20 as well or just the Pro? I, I'm confused I believe the P20 is there, but all of their focus is on the P20 on the Pro. Pro. Yeah. Oh, they gave us a press kit the other day. We had a little pre, a briefing, a little hands-on session. Mm. There was no mention of the P20 in the, in the press kit. Yeah, I found that strange. P20 Pro all the way and with good reason I think the P20 Pro which I've got here is a uh, three lens camera it's got well, the Stephen, I, I was the lucky enough to get the twilight <laughs> I was lucky enough to get the twilight edition which is kind of that two tone sort of pinkish bluish purplish if, back if I got the paint, paint the picture of people um, think of a young Asian male who's bought himself a Honda Civic and he's going to go <laughs> yeah. drifting he's wrapped it that's it that's the yeah, yeah. In, in that two tone drifting, colour yeah. drifting mode absolutely but the um, th- this was this was an back in March uh, in Paris, massive event, and has attracted a lot of attention, has, has now gained the DxO mark title as the world's best smartphone camera, and by, by which, a length, which by is a now lot. a mark they all want. Absolutely. Just, well, the S9 Plus had it for about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, P20 stepped in and yep. Huawei uh, are planning a, a launch for next week. It's going to be $1,099, which I think is pretty competitive for considering what you're getting. Yeah. For the Pro, yeah. This is the point. I, the, 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 I think you, know, you compare this, this. This is in the same league as, let's call it, you know, the iPhone 10, the S9, S9 Plus, which are hundreds of dollars more expensive. Mm. Here we've got a device that, that is, as a camera is probably the camera to beat on the market today. I've, mm. I've only had a few days, and I think I posted some pictures on Tech Guide and also on my social media of the, the f- photos on the harbour, and it was absolutely pristine images that this can produce. Got mm. great. It takes all the thinking out of it for you, too. There's all this AI on board that picks the modes and just looks fantastic. The reason I'm, I'm annoyed by the P20 being missing 
if mm. it is missing is because it's smaller. Well, yeah, uh, two true? things. Yeah, it's smaller, but also because <laughs> the P nine, the P ten, yeah, P ten out of were, and the P ten plus, yeah, were brilliant phones, yeah. and they were like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine. Yeah. Do you remember? That was amazing value. That was brilliant stuff from Huawei in terms of mm. price competitiveness. So I'm kind of annoyed that they have essentially scrapped that but it mm. needs to come out I think they're just as you said they're trying to focus on the um, on the other one at this point but I, I do like this this to me seems to be the phone that sort of take that Huawei have said right we're going to go to the next level here they've yeah. been building to this for a while their brand has really strengthened you'd agree with that oh, the, yeah, last, for sure. the last few years the this this device uh, and and I, I don't think Huawei or, or apart from the Samsungs and all these other brands that I don't think Huawei's had quite this much anticipation around a product they're, they're really going to go hard with their you know, their, their advertising their promotion just remember product. though it's Almost false anticipation, right? It's only it's only us that's anticipating. It's not yeah. like Joe Blow on the street is anticipating this product well, with great what, hesitation. Well, no, I've, I've had a lot of. I posted a story about you know, my, it's coming out. Here's the price. Here's my first look at it. I had the twilight picture of the twilight, and I had a lot of people commenting on the story. People saying, "Oh wow, this looks great," and and, and so that that to me is a, a, a feeling that there is some anticipation around mm-hmm. it. But the yeah, Telco wise, is, it hasn't been picked up. Well, by that's Telco what I was about yet. to say. Yeah, so this, it's going to be a thousand and ninety nine through JB and Harvey's. I think JB have got the Twilight exclusively, yeah. but I was told by by my friends at Huawei that there will be a Telco partnership announced. Right. So they haven't quite finished it off yet, but. I'd say there will be. We'll see this on a plan. I'm pretty sure. In we've got a week to go before it's on the market, so I'd say there would be plans, probably through one or all the telcos with this. And we've got to remember the reason we talk about the camera in such um, you know glowing terms is it's a triple lens camera. It so is. one lens, so like, like an iPhone, uh, one is yep. one is amazing, one is amazing with zoom, yep. and then like the like the previous Leica lens to Huawei phones, one is a color and one is um, monochrome. Art, uh, is monochrome. Yeah. So yep. you've now got the monochrome, the color, and the color zoom. So you can do the bokeh effect and you know portrait yeah. style photos. Just Forty megapixel, twenty <laughs> and eight. It's crazy. And and have, if I'll, I'll put the I took a photo on the harbor. That's my photo in night mode. And it was a stunning photo of the Harbour Bridge. That at night without a tripod, that's a tough photo to take. Mm. And this did it, not a drama. And the little photos of the sunset, and even I've been using the last few days, you pointed at things, like I was down the beach the other day, and I, I pointed it to the beach and took a photo, and it said, oh, blue sky. And I pointed it down to the to the um, the greenery down to the beach and said shrubbery or greenery. And so mm. it knew what it's looking at, and then adjusted. It's like it's like real time Photoshop. That's how I describe it. Which is it. very Mate Ten. Remember the Mate Ten had yeah, that yeah. artificial intelligence yes, built in. Yeah. But again, this this but this is taking it another level. This, this is, is where amazing. I struggle with the Huawei lineup. Is the P20 Pro. Uh, essentially cannibalizes directly the mate. So you've kind of got this now we you know what we've got? We've now got a six month phone cycle. Yeah, because the Mate 10 Pro came out, what is it, December last year, didn't it? Yeah. And the Mate 10, the, the Mate 10, Mate 10 Pro. Now so they've got the P. Because they've always had to distinguish the Mate oh, series totally. and the P series. But, yeah. but they, they, they now sit so closely yeah. side by side. So they're kind of eating each other. That they're essentially well for for Huawei, for a, yeah. a you know aggressive brand. Mm. I know it's great to have that many phones, but I just think that there's a little bit of 
um, a little bit of cannibalization, if not maybe. just just a very short process. But maybe that's because they only get these peaks of publicity, so they need to just have short life cycles. Well, but what they didn't do, you recall, MWC, well, they released the P10 at MWC last year. <coughs> this year, yeah. they Samsung were back, so they thought, well, we're going to wait till Paris they a month later. Yeah. So they wanted a bit of their own clear air a month after the MWC. They didn't want to share the stage with the S9, the mm. S9 Plus. So they, I think, and another reason was because the Mate was only released three months earlier. Mm. They decided, let's wait another month and do it then. But um, it is, uh, the, and interestingly, this phone is not going to be for sold in the US. No, there's, it's m- not there's a lot be, of drama there is, there, the there is issues there, but uh, it's also, we should talk about the notch as well. There's a notch on this phone. Yeah, we and talked about does, that with the LG last yeah, week. Yeah, and, and, and it gives, as with the LG, as with this as well, you get the choice of going with the notch or not the notch. You can square off the top or go mm. the notch. I've decided to go with the notch, although I notice, if you can see here, Trev, it does come with a screen protector built in, and mm. have a look what's happened to the screen protector. Yeah. I've had it for three days. Same thing happens to the screen protector I put on the iPhone. It's coming off. I'm going to rip that off, I think, the screen protector. I normally do. The screen protectors I have put on the iPhone specifically have all notched, uh, have all, you know, uh, bumped pretty badly. But this comes with it, as you know, like Huawei, Oppo, they always put put them on. This is pre-installed. They have a cover too, don't they? They do. Yeah, there is a cover. Yeah, there is a silicon cover. But, um, yeah, look at that. It's sort of bubbling on the left-hand side there. I'm going to have to take that off. But, uh, look, my overall first impressions, as a camera, it's amazing. But as a phone, it's like every other phone. It's it's, it's Instagram's as good as this as it is on an iPhone. (laughs) So is Facebook, so is Twitter and Voice Byte, all my apps that I use. (laughs) But as a camera, and then let's face it, that's what we're buying. People buy... They don't think, oh, that makes really cool phone calls. I'm going to buy the that makes good phone calls, that phone. They buy the camera. It's the camera and design. I think they buy on feel and and camera primarily and design. Feel, camera and design. Because um, uh, the Nokia 8... Sirocco, yeah, very sharp. It is, yeah. The edges, Did you cut cheese that? with that. Oh, it's a cheese cutter, I, mate. I used <laughs> it for three or four days, yeah, and then I've I went. Too, it's yeah. just a bit. I don't know. It, is a little I just, bit, a little bit, it felt sharp yeah. to me. And I, I think just, what they were going for is trying to have a very thin side profile. I think that's what they say. It's it's only up to three millimeters thick. It, what, it does, yeah, it curves off okay. of the edge. So like a, a knife. Samsung, a knife is only one millimeter thick. Yeah, but I'm not holding it in my bloody hand like that. So I just think that that this 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 is a simple classic. Great phone design yeah, and, nice. the, and the twilight and sets it, it I think apart. it's only seven point four millimeters. It's Mate, great. Who it's gives thinner. A rat's it's no, but it's thinner than the S nine plus. But it's got a four thousand milliamp hour battery still in it. Two day, like oh, this. I have not charged this phone. I've been using this phone since Monday. No, sorry, Tuesday morning. What's today? Friday. I've still got forty percent battery left. It's not your primary phone, though. Let's it's, be clear. Well, I've had it on me. I've been all my emails. I've read on it. All my like, I've been looking at Facebook on it, Instagram on it. Uh, haven't made any calls on it. That's the only thing I haven't done. Okay, but uh, pretty good. The Huawei P20 details. Techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and their Arlo range of smart home security cameras are impressive and very hard to beat. You uh, you can install these cameras in just minutes. A simple base station plugs into your, your home network. The cameras connect wirelessly to the base station on your Wi-Fi network. And from that point on, you can put them 
anywhere. A little tiny mount. You put one screw in a wall, this beautiful little magnetic mount, and the, and the camera is attached and powered up and ready to go. If you've uh, got one outside in a hard-to-reach place, you can put a solar panel with it so that it's constantly charged. Or you can just have replaceable batteries and you can charge them as needed. They last three to six-month batteries, depending on how much motion there is and how often they're set to, to record. Cloud-based recordings mean I can look at my, my cameras right here from this Mossman waterfront mansion. Uh, I can see what's happening and what has been happening in recent moments because it's all recorded to the cloud uh, with, uh, I think, 7 to 30 days of cloud recording depending on the plan that you choose. Fantastic range of cameras. The Arlo Pro 2s are out now. Full two-way uh, voice control of uh, so you can talk to the people who are in the area um, plus 1080 uh, full HD recording. The Arlo range of smart home security cameras Available now. Check them out at uh, netgear.com slash Arlo. Now, Stephen, D-Link uh, came out this week with um, a long overdue product, let's be honest. Um, when we talk mesh Wi-Fi solutions, uh, we had Netgear Orbi, we had Linksys Vlop, yep. uh, Google's Wi-Fi, Google Wi-Fi yep. um, and I think D-Link were just literally missing from that pack. Mm. Now, they've come out with uh, the D-Link cover, C-O-V-R, and it feels more familiar to to me to Google Wi-Fi because they're very small yeah. little devices, and you, the, the the base three, pack three is stations. a three pack. Yeah. So you have three stations that you put um, you know around your home, and they're creating that mesh Wi-Fi network. Price is around four fifty, so it's quite competitive. Um, it's long overdue, really, from D-Link. Yeah, absolutely. D-Link's a, a very popular brand in the in the wireless space, and uh, they've they've done a lot of great work with their with their modem routers, like the Cobras and the Taipans. Yeah. They've got a really nice. Uh, range extender as well but the cover I think completes the picture yeah. and uh, it is comparable like you said to the Google Wi-Fi and what I like about it is that they all the, all the devices are already prepared the three stations are prepared so it's really simple to set up they've got yeah. an app that lets you set it up but I think it's uh, can cover I think up to 465 square metres so if you're living in mm. a really big Long home so like a single story home you're covered but even if you're in a multi-story place you can have sort of one say you're in a three story house you can have one on the bottom floor connected to your modem router and then the uh, stations on the other levels and you get great coverage so that, that's what everyone and half the calls you get on the radio that I get on the radio people say how do I my Wi-Fi is terrible yeah. how do I make it better this is a way you do it and the mesh system uh, if, if they've got their sort of the smart beaming technology too that sort of it, it, you can go from station to station if you're moving around the house and you're streaming something you're going to go from one station to the other pretty like, seamlessly you're not going to know they're going to give you the best possible signal no matter where you are in the home so there's yeah. going to be no interruption to what you're streaming yeah it's a great little product um, uh, easy to, as you said I think the critical thing here is this stuff no matter which one you choose but the D-Link cover is the latest is so easy to set up and it, it, I know it's an extra expense 450 bucks is a reasonable amount of money to spend yeah. to fix your Wi-Fi it'll solve your problems but though. 90% of the time people's problems are not their internet connection mm. it's their Wi-Fi it's how they handle yeah. the data in the house Yeah, and, and these so, look nice too I quite like the yeah, look of them yeah. nice little things um, yeah. nowhere near as big as some other ones so yeah. many people would prefer these in that sense mm. um, I, I didn't mind having the Google Wi-Fi scattered throughout the home because they were small and yeah. they were the discreet thing is, you don't with a, with a range extender which is a bad technology these days anyway but with a range extender you, you have to find a PowerPoint that this thing can live in whereas yeah. with, with the cover and others you just need a PowerPoint near it and 
and mm. they also they they can be they don't have to be all the way through the home. You can you can kind of spread them in a, in a in a range that suits you. They're mm. very very easy to use product. There's also two Ethernet ports on each station. So say you've got yes. a satellite near a TV or near a gaming console, you can just wire that connection to sort of get a little bit more of a solid connection to that particular product, which yep. is handy. Because how often do you have got a router out near your television? Not very often, but it's probably uh, likely you could put a satellite one of these little covers near your TV or your Xbox, PlayStation or whatever yeah. your Xbox. Yeah, I don't leave Xbox out. But uh, yeah, it's an easy way to connect with a cable, an Ethernet cable as well. So they're available now. The D-Link cover, C-O-V-R, four fifty odd dollars. Techguide.com.au and EFTM.com. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, when we talk about Samsung, of course, the first things that probably come to mind are their televisions and their great smartphones. TVs and phones, yeah. Uh, but another massive part of their business uh, are their appliances, and they're, they're doing really, really well in that area. And this week, they've just announced their latest range of their appliances, including the new Family Hub refrigerator. Yep, version 3. Version 3. They've also got the new the Quick Drive washing machine that can halve the time of your load, which is always, if you can do stuff faster, I'm all for that. They've also got the new, uh, the PowerStick Pro as well, the uh, vacuum. The, the vacuum Such stick. Such a competitive market, So it's kind of a Dyson, market, Dyson so now, uh, competitor. Now, now we've got Dyson. LG's called Zero, yeah, called zero uh, yeah. Samsung I mean basically LG and Samsung have been walking They're it up Harvey Dyson. Norman stores going geez Dyson's doing well over there and they've gone we've got to do something about it yeah. and, they've, and they've done very well the LG one's great I haven't tried the Samsung yet but yep. the LG one's great so I'm assuming Samsung's going to be just as good if not better absolutely and, you know that so you got washer uh, you got the vacuum you got the fridge and there's one other is there not? The, no, there was just the three products right. that we talked about. But uh, let's, let's start with the Family Hub. That's uh, well, What I like about that is the fact that they're also going to update the uh, the app range as well. You're going to have Uber, Ring, the doorbell. They demonstrated that when we yeah. were in Rome at the forum. And the, I think Nespresso's already on it. Yeah. I think Arlo's going to be compatible with it too because um, they are. Smart, uh, that was actually part of the demo. Things, yeah, yes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So if someone rings the doorbell, so we've both got ring doorbells, we can now see on the family hub that, uh, hang on, there's someone at the door. Yeah. The, I need to see how it works and genuinely understand whether it automatically happens or whether you've got to open the thing and, and the apps and stuff. But the, the the best thing Samsung's done, although it's also, I think we talked about this before too, is they've made it available to people who've got the version 2's family hub yes. can get the version 3 software. But... For the people who bought the very first Family Hub, unfortunately, version 3 software won't be available. So what's that, three years old now? Three years? Uh, well, it's kind of two, two and a half. Yeah, right. It's not that old. Jeez, it but gets it was old the, quick. But it was the first version. Seat. Okay. And the way you know, <laughs> the way you know is you bought the very first Family Hub. But yeah. if you've got the microphone on your Family Hub, uh, that's that's the second that's generation. The yeah. That's the second generation. And we'll get the version 3 upgrade. Right, because it's not going to keep your food colder better, is it, the new one? Still, no. Well, that'll still work. It's only the software. But it's the software update yeah, yeah. so it's a Tizen isn't it Tizen software yeah, yeah. I think uh, so it's uh, and I, I like the fact that it's the, the screen obviously it's a connected product so it's your, it's your like a little whiteboard and you can uh, look even look inside the fridge that's a cool feature if you're down the shops and you're thinking yeah. do I need milk do I need to buy fruit you can actually look in the fridge so it takes a, a snapshot of the fridge the last time the door was opened so that's handy as well you can even set on the uh, you can sort of on the picture that you see inside you can actually nominate the food set expiry dates on all of useless. them useless and, uh, and do it in no, no good well when how often do you put the exact same thing back in the exact same spot in the fridge yeah I know 
But it's it's. Uh, I like how it's you a can. Great idea. You can if you want to. But that that to me would help encourage you to be more organised in the fridge. It'll help you want to be organise your fridge better. It's the last place I want to be organised. But yeah, you know, when, but when you look at the benefits, if you do go to the trouble of doing that, you you could save like from food wastage and you make make the food that you bought last a bit longer. So yep. and it can even suggest recipes based on what's going to expire sooner. So if you go to the trouble, this can suggest recipes. Okay, so I see this is going to be. You've got a few days with that. You've got a couple of days with that. Well, let's make something with all these things before they go bad. So what do you that's, make with uh, Cadbury chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> that's got no expiry date? I think it does. Does yeah. it? Not that you'd pay, I've never, not never that you'd come pay attention it. to it. Yeah. <laughs> if it does, Nothing I've never needed it. longer than a couple of days in, in listen, your place. If I ever get near the expiry date on a Cadbury chocolate, yeah, sh- shoot, shoot me. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> exactly right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you there. But the you quick drive, milk? You're not a milk drinker, are you? Yeah, mate, we go through 17 oh, million litres of milk okay. in our house. So you always buy milk. <clears throat> yeah. The the quick, quick dry, drive, drive um, washing machine, though, this is, this is interesting because... We, we kind of don't really think about washing machines as technology, but we've got to give credit to the people that, that, are, that are pushing the envelope, essentially, right? Yeah. They're pushing the envelope on things like, um, you know, how, how, the, how the motion moves. There's mobile interference, static. Okay, sorry. Um, I went through my mobile, my Huawei P20 Pro at me like that. Because I wanted to break the screen. <laughs> the, you know, it, it's a simple thing, but you know, half, half the time on a, on a washing load, yeah. there's a huge efficiency in your, in your family yeah. life cycle. So it's got the barrel, it's got the back plate, so it goes up and down, side to side. And I, 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 when I read about this product, we heard about it a while ago. When I when I've read about it, I, it reminds me of that that little bit that Seinfeld does about um, melon. Because someone scientists they thought you know you can cure cancer, you can cure, cure all these other diseases, but I'm focused on melon. I don't yeah. want any seeds. I, yeah. This 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 that's got to end. That's got to stop. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's someone at Samsung in the R and D who says, how can we make washing times shorter. But do you remember at the forum in Rome, it. and it kind of makes sense now while we go to these things, right, because it comes back to you later on. Absolutely. Uh, to their credit. Um, they they made the point of saying, look, they spend, they have people embedded in people's homes, right? Yeah. They have people that live with people yeah. to find out how they operate, like what they do. Yeah. That'd be awful at my your, job. Have they been around your place? No. Or? Could you imagine? Well, yeah. they talk and they yell a lot. Um, I mean... <laughs> the longs? Yeah, yeah, Trevor doesn't listen to his wife and he yells a lot. Uh, kids get in trouble, you know. But but they, but one of the frustrations is you put a load of washing on it's ninety minutes away from being done. Yeah, um, not and, anymore. And and you know that's that's a huge amount of time being wasted every single week. But so we should a, talk about good. the connectivity of that too, because you can you can download. Laund- they might sound really strange. Laundry yes. recipes. Oh my god! So you can recommend the best cycle for what you're washing. But you can also there's also a planner too where you can say right I need the washing to f- I need to be out of here by eleven thirty so I need the washing to finish at eleven. So it'll say to you well you better put them on at uh, 10.22 then because that'll give you enough time to do the load. So at least the, the planner gives you that opportunity to plan your day knowing exactly when your cycle's going to finish. There is also, and I haven't seen it in use, but uh, on the Family Hub, for example, you can see how much time's left on yeah. on the wash and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's, there's some real you advantages. Get notifications as well, yeah. The, did you play with the stick vacuum? I haven't had it yet, no. Right, okay. No. Not at the event, though? You didn't? No, I didn't oh, okay. make it. Because here's the thing. Um, I've been, we've pretty much converted to stick fully downstairs now. We used to have a barrel and just use the stick yeah, for now and then. We'll stick as well. But We're a stick family. The Dyson, <laughs> and you, you're going to laugh, right? This this will be up there with the, the Dyson with the yeah. weight with the weight of a phone thing. The Dyson, okay. you get a sore finger. You have to squeeze the trigger all the time <laughs> yeah. on the stick vacuum because you've got to keep squeezing yeah, the trigger. Whereas on the LG, 
cord zero, it's an on button. And then and that's once it. it's on, it's on. So no trigger finger. You don't, you don't get trigger finger. No, you get trigger. Right, so okay. I want to know if the Samsung has trigger finger or on button. Interesting. I will include that in my review. I think, well, aren't we doing a, are you coming to the uh, event next week? Or have you got like an apartment set up where we can actually review the products? I don't know. I'm uh, I'm booked down for that. I thought they were wanted to get the two blokes there together. Well, it's going to be another outside broadcast maybe, next week, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. Okay, well, we've set the scene with the outside Logi- broadcast Logi- unit. Logitech. We may we may as well do the same again <laughs> next week. Absolutely. It's hard to get the two blokes together. Well, anyway, the details of the new Samsung Ranger up at TechGuide.com.au. And Two Blokes Talking Tech is also proudly sponsored by Uniden, and they've got a range of excellent dash cams, including the iGo Cam 80. Now, this is one of the first dash cams that actually offers 4K resolution, so really uh, really gives you clear coverage of the lanes ahead of you. Uh, really important when it comes to, in the event of an incident, you can see number plates, makes and models of cars, street signs, makes that detail even better. It's only a pr- relatively small unit as well, fits to discreetly on your windscreen uh, and can also work. Uh, it's got a sensor built in so it works on the road. So if you have a, a, an accident, it can partition that video into a special folder. But it also works in park mode as well. There's a parking mode where the sensors can actually detect if your car uh, is struck when it's parked and then actually activate and record. So ideal if you're in a shopping center car park and someone's backed into your car or struck your car in some way, you can actually have that recording and uh, Uh, present that to the driver if they haven't left you a note. There's also some really interesting safety features on board as well. This is uh, really important for people who are on the road a long time, so to avoid driver fatigue, they've got the lane departure warning. A feature normally found in really high-end luxury cars. Here's a product, the iGo Cam 80, $279, can warn you both uh, audibly and visibly with an alert to say, look, you better get back in your lane. Also does little things like telling you the, the, uh, the light level outside. If you've forgotten to turn your headlights on, it'll also give you a warning there as well. So a product that can both keep your eyes and ears on the road, but it's also got your back in terms of safety. The iGo Cam 80, $279. More information at uniden.com.au. Now, Stephen, I think it's worth touching on. We don't have to spend a lot of time, but I think it's worth touching on ZTE. What a fall from grace this company is yeah. currently having. Now, ZTE, um, like many companies, has been a huge manufacturer of devices, and a lot of those things are what they call OEMs. They're, they're devices that have come under another brand. So ZTE, for years, have been making Telstra's, you know, country yeah. phone, their rugged phones. You know, the, the the phones that come with either a Telstra brand or no brand are probably ZTE be built. ZTE, yeah. And you know that because you open them up and they've got a ZTE battery in them or something like yep. that, right? So they've been making millions and millions of phones. They're a very big company, and they've got lots of money. But I don't want to get into the political drama, but essentially they they breached a trade agreement. Um, I think something along the lines of they were selling uh, telecommunications equipment into North Korea. Yeah. Um, the Americans went, hey, what are you doing? They said, oh, sorry, we shouldn't have done that, and they sacked a few people. Uh, and then they found out, the Americans found out that they didn't sack the people, and so they lied about their, their, mm. their arrangements. I'm paraphrasing entirely here. And they've, they've since been hit with a trade ban. So they're no longer allowed to trade with American companies. Now, is that a problem for a Chinese manufacturer? You wouldn't think so. But it is when those American companies make their processor, like Qualcomm, mm. or their um, image processors. So they've got a huge problem with all the components in their phones uh, are now not available to them. And essentially now, companies like Telstra uh, have to drop them. They can't use yeah. them anymore. 
which could and be Telstra huge. Telstra is only one of many companies around the world. Tiny that would company, use them. you know, compared. Yeah. So they are essentially unable to trade right now, and it's wow. a massive fall from grace when you think about it. Because I thought they were on the up and up, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like a year or two ago, they were they were making a lot Certainly of noise. Certainly here, they were making yeah. noise about launching. They were the manly Seagull sleep sponsor at one point. Are they still know? I don't think they are. I'm not no. sure. Maybe I'm not sure. So oh, it's a massive not fall long, from grace. Anyway, and you think about you know you mentioned earlier Huawei's having some dramas in the US. Yeah. You know, well, they're they're kind of in there. Is that one of the reasons why the P20 Pro is not going to be for sale in the US? They got is it the, is it so because all of the, the all the all the telcos dropped them? Yeah. And now even direct sales are being made difficult. It's just it's 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 the government freaking out over all this you know Chinese what's gonna, government intervention. What's going to stop though an American customer or an Australian customer for that matter? Nothing. Importing them like a Macy are offering Nothing. the P20 Pro now. You can buy a, a grey import today. Yeah. Nothing. So that you could grey import a, a Huawei or a ZTE into the US, could you? Or? Oh yeah, but Z- ZTE's problem is much bigger than Huawei. Yeah, ZTE absolutely. can't manufacture phones, whereas yeah, Huawei right. just doesn't have deals They've to sell them. They've got a distribution them, right? issue. Yeah, They've got a right. distribution issue. Yeah. Uh, ZTE's got a manufacturing issue. Jeez. But it's a huge fall from grace. And, and and it comes at a time when these Chinese brands were really building up strength. Like you know, yeah. what, what's that other one? The Xiaomi. What's that? that, that? Xiao, Xiaomi. Xiaomi. That one. They're, they're massive they in the, in China. Massive. They haven't quite come to Australia. I think they're in the US available in the US they, they might be available in the US but I don't know if it's yeah, big but, grey but there, there was a period there where you know you got Oppo and, and, and Huawei and ZTE all these companies gaining strength and kind of putting the pressure on LG and Samsung and Apple but this is a bit of a body blow now to ZTE this, it is, is. this is really tough it's a massive drama for them it'll be interesting to see how the slack gets picked up and also what it means for them overall perhaps they'll come out of it in the next few weeks and they'll find a way out but interesting little side note I thought for people who yeah. are a bit into the, the nerdy side of uh, um, <laughs> the politics of, of mobile phones that's what's happening with ZTE if you uh, you'll only really see it in the in the business pages you know your Bloomberg's and the mm-hmm. like but um, I think you'll see it pick up into a consumer story over the weeks ahead absolutely We had a very interesting chat last week. I, I went along to a, a, a little lunch conference with uh, with the Boost Mobile founder Peter Adderton. Now, if anyone you've met you've met yeah. him before, he's a very vocal member of the telco industry. Knows a lot about it. Ha- has had massive success with Boost Mobile. Started here in Australia, taken it to the US. I think Sprint bought them out for big money. It's got like six billion in revenue and doing really well. But anyway, he's he's very very he's really uh, vocal on the industry. He's the guy who predicted in February last year that we're going to have unlimited data yeah. plans. And I, I, I look back on Tech Club when I wrote that story. It was on my birthday, actually, last year. February the 17th, last year, so 2017. Here we are, May 2018, and there's unlimited mobile plans. Yeah. He also sort of went on to talk about 5G and how 5G is probably going to be good enough for people to – that'll be their internet eventually. Yeah. But the interesting thing that, that, I, that I wrote about is, is another thing that he touched on is uh, Boost is in the talks at the moment with Google over one of their projects called Project Fi, F-I. And basically what this is is it's they're building like their own MVNO, so their mobile virtual network operation, where they can supply your calls, your messages, and your data through a mixture of Wi-Fi and cellular technology. And the cellular technology they're using, is it, it can, like when you land in another country where you're just given a network, you, you don't choose it, whatever network pops up on your phone, well, okay, that's my network I'm roaming on. He's, he thinks that there's kind of an Uber-like plan that's in our future where you'll be able to just buy this plan and wherever you are, you'll be assigned 
a, a network, whether you want a, a fast network or a cheaper network, depending on your needs and where you are. And he, he, he likens it to Uber because he said, I can get on the Uber app right now, order a car that I've never seen with a driver I've never met, and I'm happy to get into it because it's going to take me where I need to go. So there's that kind of mindset where there is the option, the possibility, the plan like that might exist where you're not with Telstra, Optus or Vodafone. You might be with one of these MVNOs that has a relationship with all of them and it can allocate a network when you need it right. based on speed and price. So, you know, Boost right now is with Telstra. Um, you know, he's not saying Boost. He's just saying because he's not really well, doesn't he doesn't what's specifically the work for Boost in Australia, does he? He's just the founder. Like, yes. Like, yeah. We need to be clear. We're, yeah. we're not talking about Boost. He's saying this, but as a as a bloke with that history and that knowledge of the telco yeah. industry, it's, it's critical to think about. And so you think, sign up for let's yeah. say you sign up to Tech Guide Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Um, you say I'm I'm an, I'm a senior citizen. I don't, I just need phone calls. Okay. Yeah. So Tech Guide Mobile allocates your SIM card to the I don't know Telstra network where you can get really reliable coverage cheap, and calls, cheap but calls. cheap calls. Yeah. Um, and then let's say I'm, I sign up to Tech Guide Mobile and I want um, really fast uh, yeah. lots of data and yeah. Vodafone offers lots of data so Tech Guide Mobile allocates me onto the Vodafone network yeah. that's what you're saying yep so, so say if you also want to say you're a mobile professional who needs fast and reliable network then you might be allocated the Telstra network say in CBD or these other areas where it knows the signal strength and speed is going to be delivered in this particular area it'll instantly then roam you onto that network so there, there's the, the, he said, that, and the fact that Google's working on it, Google is heavily involved in this already. And they're looking at the, and he, the other thing, Barry, is the tech, the technology, because there's no way to bounce from one network to I'm another with say, a single SIM card. I think there's but he bad. said eSIMs, eSIMs yes. are what the keys are here. Yeah. So eSIM is what we've got in the Apple Watch and, and some other products. The phones of the future will have, you won't have to put a little plastic card in the phone. It'll have a little chip in there that can be adjusted to whatever network it happens with to be. With software, essentially. That's right. Yeah. Well, I think the other barrier is the networks. These well, companies spend of bazillions of dollars building networks. Of they're course. not going to really want to give that away. Maybe not. So as long as they're clipping the ticket on the way through, they don't give a rat. Yeah, rats. of course. But no one ever thought they'd have unlimited data either, unlimited mobile data. Yeah. And more well, technically, they've got unlimited data today. Fascinating stuff. And you can read more about Peter Addenden and the Uber-like mobile network at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Stephen... Is there a Watergate scandal in your watch? No, there's not. Nixon uh, is the brand of the smartwatch, the Nixon Mission SS. This is a, a, I think it's $679 sports watch slash smartwatch. So it's got the brawn and the brains. Really chunky watch. You love this watch. It's, it's, it looks, at first glance, it's one of those rugged, standout sports watches that you can, on your wrist, it makes a bit of a statement. But it's got, uh, Andro- it's got Wear OS, which used to be called Android Wear, I discovered yes. the other day. Uh, and it's got all your usual features, can compare with an iPhone as well as an Android device. Uh, it's got all your notifications, but also got the built-in sports feature like your barometer and your altimeter and uh, your thermometer and all this stuff built in. Uh, really rugged case. It's got 23 millimeter bands as well. Uh, but one of those watches that you, yeah, you want to you want to take it out. You don't, you don't want to sort of pare back your lifestyle, but you still want to get those notifications and have that connectivity with your with your phone. And this can do it. So if you're looking for a watch that's both rugged outdoors looks pretty sporty but it can also do those other things the nixon mission ss i think it's 679 bucks check it out techguide.com.au
And uh, well, this device is not new, but because you can put a SIM card in it, it's yeah. just worth reviewing. It was, yeah, that was the only It's essentially the only sale. Exactly right. It's a pretty short review, that one, because it is. Uh, it, this is the fifth gen uh, Microsoft Surface Pro. They haven't called it the Surface Pro 5 for some reason. It's just called Surface Pro, just like, remember when it was the iPad? The iPad. Now it's Surface Pro. But this option, this version has the option of having a 4G SIM and the SIM card's actually on the back of the phone beneath the kickstand. And you've got to use the included tool to access it. I thought I could just use the iPhone tool that I had, yeah. I've got on my desk. It's not long enough. The pin on the Microsoft, the, their pin is Goes much a long longer. Way in. Yeah, right. so you need to deeper penetration with this one. So <laughs> you have to use the Microsoft Oppo. pin. Oppo have a longer pin. There you have it. Yeah, Oppo likes a big pin. I didn't know they were going to compare pins. There you have it. Yeah, this one you need to get. I'm thinking, why is this working? Then I thought, I'll oh, get the Microsoft one out. It was double the length so of no the iPhone. no problem finding the hole. Just no, no, it wasn't a problem in. finding it. It was just finding the right spot. And uh, we, we eventually did it. Telstra SIM card in there. Beautiful. Recognize it straight away. And again, this is a powerful device. It's both tablet, laptop. The only thing, I'm still a little bit discouraged, the fact that you're paying a lot of money for this device. Like this this product is worth 2199 bucks. Yeah, it's got 256 gig SSD, 8 gig of RAM, i5 processor, but they don't give you the cover. There's no type cover. You spend a two grand, you've got to fork out for the, for the keyboard bucks cover. for a keyboard. Yeah, like throw it in. Even the, the pen now you've got to pay for. So I thought, you know, that, that's the only just, that was the only negative of my review, the fact that, you know what, throw it in there. Make it a, make it. Yeah, I've just spent two yeah, grand. Yeah, give me the bloody bucks, keyboard. Just give me the keyboard. Like you look at the other companies that have tried to sort of to eat into their, their market share, like you know, Samsung Mate, with Alcatel's the Galaxy Note. Plus 12 has They're a keyboard. They're throwing virtual. them in there. Exactly yeah. right. And yet Microsoft, no, they're going to have to pay another one fifty for the for the type the type cover. But look, that's Microsoft's prerogative. But as a device, it's uh, it's probably the leader in that category. And now that with four G connectivity, you can work and play from anywhere. Check it out, techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, it sounds like we're meeting together next week at another event. Um, yeah, sounds like you've scheduled that. I know there was some conversation. There was, there was a bit of a group. I didn't know it got completed. There, yeah, yeah. But we're in demand, mate. I don't we're think it's in the hot. diary. No, but anyway, well, I'll, I'll get check it that. in the diary, mate. I'll check that out. Anyway, cool. we'll be back next week with episode three forty-three. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. Uh, two blokes talking tech. All the details at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Stephen, see you next week. See you then. Woo!